Uh, and thank all of you for the opportunity to share my experience and, um, and insights, I hope, on mentorship and its relationship to uh, leadership. And most of what I want to talk about tonight is um, the how mentorship impacted the growth of the business that John just described and John Walt and I founded uh, quite a while ago. Um, and I'm going to go through the value to us, I think, of being mentored and how that happens, or the, the storyline. And then once the table's turned, and that speaks to um, Aegis has had the good fortune of starting an intern program for the STEM-interested students at the South, which has been a great experience for four years. And I'm going to get into what it was like for us to actually be on the other side of mentorship, because basically our whole company uh, has become <laughs> sorry about that. Our whole company has uh, become basically mentors to these uh, these students that we now have actually active in our company, and that's been great. And then you know we're all here. Um, many of us want to be on the mentoring side, and you know we might be interested. In what's the perspective on what's in it for me? What's the benefit? And I think that's not maybe discussed enough. Is there's great benefits to being a mentor, and I'd like to cover that as well. Uh, one thing I'd like to say is about the third time being a charm with this event is uh, I think everybody did miss out on what might have been a very interesting presentation that one time because two days before it was canceled for the snowstorm I had rotator cuff surgery and I was so hot up on Percocet had that occurred I don't even know what would have happened I, I think it probably would have been legend but uh, I think this this might be better so first if I may you know types of mentors and uh, mentorship that I've experienced. I think any discussion of that, especially in a group like this, uh, for many of us, uh, it's our fathers. I mean, and other than maybe that inexplicable period when we're young men and we start thinking we know more than our dads, that pretty much goes on forever, where they, they are a guiding force in our development and career and everything. And then there's another one, another form, that impacted me a lot. Um, frankly, I'm not even sure our business would, uh, would be where it is or even exist if it weren't for it. And it's what I would call mentorship by example. So it's not actually directly engaging with anyone in the mentorship uh, capacity. And what it's basically looking or having exposure to someone who has done something or achieved something that's so interesting to you that it actually redirects your course. And that happened to me. I, uh, I come from an engineering family. Files of engineers, that's how we uh, you know, survived and so forth. A highly technical family. And I didn't have a lot of exposure to people who gained their uh, business success and, and uh, careers from mergers, acquisitions, entrepreneurialism, starting companies. In fact, my father I always thought it was insane that I wanted to start a business. You know, you work for a mega company and that's what you do. So I came across by a friend at university, someone whose father was. Uh, highly accomplished and he was an immigrant and he really became very, very successful with mergers and acquisitions, building up large groups of companies and, and uh, being an entrepreneur. And just seeing that from afar redirected my thinking. And I think that's something a lot of people lack is just exposure to people who have done these things. So I just wanted to put that in there that it's maybe not a, it's not a commonly thought of mentoring thing, but you can wind up mentoring people simply by being present and available as an example to them. Um, and then it moves on to the more common mentor. And in my case, it links back to that original gentleman I mentioned, who I looked to with amazement as to what he had done, and it, it uh, changed uh, my opinion about how to build my career. He heard what 
John and I, I think it mentioned in the introduction that John and I were building the original software uh, after hours when we had real jobs. And this gentleman heard that we were doing that. And he contacted me and he said, I'd like to talk to you. And I said, okay. And next thing we knew, he gave up a long holiday weekend of his to basically take his board and education and give us two engineers who knew nothing about finance or anything a crash course on how to build a business plan. So we work all day with him, build out the business plans, spreadsheets, all of that, and then we would go back to our you know houses, work all night, and come back, and this would iterate. When this was finished, we basically had the business plan that formed the company, and that was what I would call power mentoring. That was that was quite an experience, and he he's still on the board today and remains a mentor to us uh, in a business capacity. So that was uh, that was quite a quite an experience for us mentorship wise. There's also Something I wanted to comment on is the importance of diversity in forming your mentor group. I think you know one mentor is great, but it's really about different perspectives and different experiences. And in our case, again, getting back you know, to our business experiences, the board of directors that was formed for us has been invaluable. And effectively, I think if you have a good board, I bet a lot of people maybe they have boards they might not have this opinion about their board. Sometimes there's not totally positive views of boards of directors, but ours is, is very different. There's very accomplished people, some from finance, operations experts, M&A people, law, uh, Silicon Valley guy, totally different perspective there. All of that is very valuable, and it's been really helpful in the guidance of the company. So I just I thought I would put that out there, is um, that it's valuable to actually not just engage with one, but to get a kind of collective group of people that you can draw from uh, in their experience. So. Having kind of categorized what I think the types of mentors that are out there, what what do, in my experience, what do you get out of having contact with these mentors? Um, probably the biggest thing I think is that business, life, people, everything is all about change. Everything is always in flux, especially running a business. There's, you know, we had two major recessions we had to navigate through. If that was fun. You know, going international, a whole other bag of things, uh, buying companies, that's, you know, so there's constantly different things that happen. One of the big ones that happens, I think, in the growth of a company is a uh, particularly difficult one. When the people who got you to the stage that you're now at as a business can't take you where you need to go. So you have this, and I, I, I heard once that the founder of FedEx, he said that in some of his speeches he's given after retirement, he said it was the number one hardest thing he ever had to deal with because you have these people who got you to this amazing point, but you then realize that, and you generally have to have someone else tell you that, you know what, sometimes you have to get other you know, perspectives in there and different people. So mentors are good at helping um, navigate all these things. So what's the, one of the benefits mentors can give is the benefits of mistakes. We have one of our board members that's active in the company more than the others do showing up operationally occasionally. And he always says that he's made such an amazing array of mistakes in his career that that's the benefit he can bring when he comes in and he talks uh, to us about different things that are going on. That's um, uh, hugely helpful. Another one is, and I think we all know, you know, we all have our careers. I know everybody, almost everybody's in a different space, a different market and so forth, but you can lose your objectivity. When you're in the hive and you're in the day-to-day, and you start just thinking in your one groove, you need someone else to sometimes snap you out of that. And I think mentors are invaluable at that. Someone who's coming in who's not embedded in everything 
and they can say, they can listen to what's going on, and they can say, you know, well, I think this is something I've seen before, and I, I could, you know, this is how I navigated it, and can break you out of it. Um, something further, I know I suffer from this, is when you're in a business or any, any kind of profession, you can begin thinking that certain problems you're grappling with aren't that bad. I can put that off. I can do that next week. I'll table this and I'll, I'll do it later. The issue of urgency and saying, you know what, that probably is a bigger problem than you think. Sometimes you can convince yourselves of things that aren't healthy in the business. And the mentor comes in objectively and can really snap you out of that. And one of my favorites, and I'm, I'm going to look around and see how many people are honest, but when you go out and you're with your friends, you might be having a couple drinks, and they might be in the same industry as you or different ones. It may have even been starting around here, I don't know. Very often, you start talking about the problems you have in your business, and it becomes like a swarming effect where everyone starts saying, oh, I can't believe my customer. I can't believe the customer says that I've got payment problems with this, whatever it is. And sort of like a pity party breaks out. And I, I had an experience at a, um, at a conference once where there were a bunch of business managers at a big table, and one of them was this great guy who was an executive who reported to the CEO of Caterpillar, who had come up from being a machinist and actually now was working all the way with their CEO. And he's listening to all of us have this kind of little mild pity party about the challenges that we're all having in our businesses. And he said, he was a Midwestern guy with that manner and everything they have. And he just said, gentlemen, he said, you know, he said, this happens to me and my colleagues. We start talking about, oh, how hard we have it now. This technology change is happening. All the complaints we might have from time to time. And he said, and then I think to myself about the executives at Caterpillar. He said, remember that thing called the Great Depression? Yeah, they had to basically keep all those factories open during the Great Depression and keep things running. That had to be a lot of fun. He said, and then if that wasn't bad enough, he said, suddenly Roosevelt showed up in their executive offices and said, guys, we appreciate you keeping the company running, but we're going to have to stop building tractors. You need to build tanks. And we're also taking all your able-bodied men out of the factories and sending them overseas. He said, that must have been a real problem. And it really snapped you out of, he said it was good to snap you out of the funk of, oh, you know, woe is me, all these problems we have. And then the other thing that really started making me think is all of the problems we grapple with in career and business really are just variants of things that have happened before. You know, if we're honest, these problems have been occurring, you know, occurring and happening to everybody in different businesses you know, forever. And that's the great thing about mentorship, especially if you, if you engage with someone who's done a lot and been around a long time, is that they have probably navigated these things. And it's, it's valuable just to be in contact with people who came out the other side of that problem alive. And it's really beneficial to, to have that uh, to keep you going. So moving on to what it's like when the tables turn around. Um, where we became mentors to the Aegis interns. As I mentioned, we have these great guys from the South. They come in in the uh, summer, and we embed them in the engineering department. So they're guys that are interested in science, technology, and engineering, so it's kind of you know, the, the programs around that. And they're not just shredding paper or making copies. These guys actually are doing product development, which has been fantastic. Um, some of the stuff they worked on actually is about to become a true product, a little polish and you know, things that have to be done that maybe is beyond them. But um, they actually have built products. And what it's been like 
has, I think, been probably culturally one of the best things we ever did in the company. Having those guys in the business is so refreshing because everybody loves giving their, you know, all the ages direct staff love giving their basically input and mentorship to these guys. But it's it's been an invigorating experience to see how they react to the program. And what I mean by that is we do exit interviews at the end of each season when the, you know, the summer's over and they gotta go back to school. I would have thought that they would say, oh, I like learning engineering, I like that engineering platform, that tool, it was cool that we learned how to do this with you know science or whatever. It, that those comments are in there, but what they actually say uh, that was most impactful for them is stuff that I think everybody's going to find was funny, because we did it first. I thought it was really great that I learned how to set a meeting in Outlook. Because really, we think when would when would a guy in high school have to set a meeting in Outlook necessarily? And it's stuff that we think is so mundane, but a business can't run without it, right? And uh, it was great that they forced us to do a, a formal presentation in front of the executive staff. You know, we did that. You know, we didn't really have to do it, but we thought it was something good that they would have to do. It was all that block and tackle stuff of a business that we don't even, you know, in our careers we don't notice that stuff anymore. But to these guys, it was a completely new experience. So it was really great, and it continues to be great to see that and to have them around. And that it, it's preparing them to. Well, there's one thing: they're learning whether they want to be in those fields. I think that's valuable, right? Some people, that's the worst thing in the world. You start going down a track, you're already through university, and then you wake up one day and say, "Oh my God, I don't want to be an engineer." I, I can't even imagine that. That's that's bad. Um, so hopefully, we're averting that potential disaster for them. But also, they're going to hit the ground running because they know how to use Apple to set media requests and do presentations. You know, the stuff they're not maybe going to learn in school necessarily. So. That's been a great experience. The, so moving on to the benefits to the mentors and building off this experience we have with the, uh, uh, the students from LaSalle at, at the company. I think if we all do some introspection, I'll just speak for myself. You know, the more you're in business and the more you interact in business, the more problems you intercept, the challenges you have to uh, overcome, and quite frankly, sometimes difficult people, personnel issues, all, all manner of things we know about. And I think what happens is over time you build up this like lens where every new opportunity and challenge you hit, you're looking at it through this lens of how is that going to be a problem? <laughs> Some people might call it being jaded. Uh, it could be called wisdom because it avoids risk. But the great thing in being mentors to people like these, these guys from LaSalle is they are completely free of that. They don't know what's impossible. They haven't run into enough problems with things to even know what's impossible or what's going to. They have boundless enthusiasm, and it's the effect it had on our business was fantastic because it moved the needle for all of us to see this kind of enthusiasm and energy, and then looking at technical problems and just running off with wild abandon to fix it. It's kind of like a spirit that you lose when a company ages, and having that injection of those. The, the wide-eyed, you know, fresh ideas and everything in the company has been has been fantastic. That's a uh, uh, that's a great benefit of being on the mentoring side. But then there's there's something else that's a little bit more human, I guess you would say, about the benefit of being a mentor that I, that I find is, and I, I'd like to take you back to that gentleman uh, who worked with us all weekend to build the business plan and so forth. A couple of years ago, we were at an event. And I had always been fascinated by this question, so I finally decided I was just going to ask him. I said, 
Why on earth would you give two 24-year-olds that pile of money who knew absolutely nothing and then drag other associates of yours in to also invest? When we knew, we were two engineers, we knew nothing about running a business. And he said, something I'll always remember is, he said, well, America in business has been very good to me. I've, I've done okay. He said, and I feel a need to, where I can, to give what I can of the experience I've had to others so that I know when I get out of the game, others will keep it going on. And I thought that's a, that was the best answer he could have ever given is there's, a, there's an innate drive I think a lot of people have to give others the benefit of their accumulated experience so that they can keep carrying it on. You know, it's like, you know, having children. You want things to go on and you want to give back. And I think that's one what's very gratifying uh, for many mentors. In conclusion, I mentioned, actually in the introduction, I didn't mention it, but my son, I'm very proud, is here at the South now, about to move out of his uh, freshman year. And I think you might remember when we came into the South, you have to read about the history of St. John Baptist El South, and he did as well. So he had a little booklet, and I decided I was going to, you know, reread it. And I remembered, you know, uh, a lot of it, but it was good to, to read the history again. It is amazing. And when I was preparing this talk tonight, I thought to myself, when we all remember Bill Sal as being uh, an education innovator. You know, he did the outrageous thing of teaching the poor, classroom development, all those things that we think of. But you could look at it differently. You could look at it, maybe not differently, just from a different perspective. Is he believed, I think, that his job was to enable people to fulfill their potential in whatever way he was going to. He didn't care who he upset or whatever. He was going to take those kids and enable them to fulfill the innate potential they had. And I think that that was an innovative thing for him to do. And it occurred to me that I'm really happy to be here talking about this and I'm happy for this program because it strikes me as such that this is basically like an extension of that LaSallean mission that goes beyond the four years that we're here. And I think that, uh, I tend to think that our founder would actually approve of this. So I hope this was uh, helpful and I do appreciate the opportunity to speak tonight. I hope everybody enjoys the event.